Hello, everybody. I uh, just wanted to let you know that the Raising Money Summit is coming up in October on the 3rd through the 5th in Denver. And this has an amazing lineup. It has Adam Adams, Michael Blanc, Tim Bratz, Ellie Perlman, Alina Trigub, Kent Clothier, Jeremy Roll, Jillian Sadati, Corey Peterson, and Marie Miles, and more. If you want to be able to get in and get 25% off of your ticket for the month of July, if you use the promo code SPOTLIGHT, again, that is SPOTLIGHT, all one word. If you use that promo, you'll get 25% off of your ticket. Welcome to REI Spotlight with your host, David Schwan, and today's guest is Mike Vaughn with Trident Multifamily, and Mike has over 15 years' experience in real estate. Welcome to the show, Mike, and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you being on. Uh, so like David said, my name is Mike Vaughn, and i uh, been investing in real estate for quite a while now as a solo investor, just building my own portfolio and along with having a full-time job. So uh, it's taken, taken a while, but over the past 15 years, I've uh, you know, developed about a $6 million portfolio right now um, I'm in my personal portfolio. And like many people started with uh, you know, a duplex, single family house, you know, the smaller stuff. Hey. Um, but, uh, and then over the past uh, uh, year, I guess, started getting into syndication. Uh, started researching a couple of years ago, but after about a year of research and networking, building partnerships and so forth, um, last August invested in my, in, in as a GP in the first syndication and, and done four deals since last August, about 825 units. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, um, uh, it seems like almost everybody I meet when they when when they sit down and they take the time to study the multifamily, you, you know, especially guys who've been, you know, especially if you've been a landlord and you've had rentals in the single family or you know small multiplex uh, market, they go, wait a second, why? Yeah, I mean, not saying that that's a bad game to be in. I mean, it, it's uh, still profitable, it's still a, a a good game, but you know, when you we when you start scaling up, you know, people start seeing the scale side of it and it's like, Oh wow. That's not, you know, the scale's not quite as hard as most people, you know, because most people I, I've, I meet at least and you know, they, they think that that scale that jumping from that, you know, four or eight unit up into, you know, something that's, you know, 50 units or larger, you know, they, 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 think that you know just because you have 50 units that it's 50 times harder than a single family house and right that's, you know at least in my experience that's not the case probably quite a bit easier actually uh that's that yeah. that's what most people say is you know it's like look uh you know it, once you get to a certain point it's like yeah this is mm -hmm. especially per unit it's way yeah. easier the uh i mean i you know the very first duplex i had is the very first property i bought um, I guess almost, gosh, almost 20 years ago now, it's, uh, was, it was a duplex, um, you know, bought it for, for sale by owner and, um, managing that, uh, was when I realized I am not cut out to be a landlord. <laughs> well, it didn't take you that long to figure it out, did it? Yeah. The, uh, so I bought the duplex and, and then bought a house within, you know, within a year later and was managing both of those properties myself. And, you know, I grew up, um, my family owned a construction company, so I know how to do all the work. You know, that's, that wasn't the part, the hard part 
for me or the frustrating part for me, it was, um, I've got uh, too big a heart, I think. And, uh, all the sob stories you hear about, you know, why people can't pay rent, why they're late on rent and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it, I found out that, uh, I, I just wasn't cut out to be a landlord. So I'll yeah. leave that to other people. Now I'll leave it to professionals now. I, I, I agree with you. I'm kind of in the same boat. It's like, look, I, I, I love the, the, the rental concept. I love multifamily, but you know, I, and I know some people that they actually stay away from like actual housing. A lot of the people I know that are in the self storage business, they go, well, I don't, I, I don't even want, you know, I don't want a sob story because people usually don't give you a sob story over a rental unit, you know, so right. it's like, Absolutely. you know, it's like, that's, that's, I know that's, that's why some people have jumped into that. And that's why like, it's, mm-hmm. you know, I want a property manager. I, I, yeah. I, I'm kind of like you, you know, it's, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of a softy sometimes. So it's like, yeah, don't, mm-hmm. you, you know, it's like, look, I, I'm, I'm not the person to kick, kick somebody out, even though they deserve to be kicked out. And it's like, well, right. you, know, you didn't take care of your obligation. And it's like, yeah, sure. but yeah, it's still, I, I get you on that. I, I fully yeah. understand that being a, a little bit of a difficult spot and it's like, nah, somebody else needs to do this for mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And that's the great thing about uh, when you scale up into larger multifamily properties or, or properties or even of any size that can, um, you know, be managed by third party is you just focus on the numbers and they focus on the, uh, the people side of things, you know? Um, and I found that's a, a better, uh, relationship, at least for me anyway, uh, to be in, but yeah, the, uh, so we, we, uh, that was my first experience with, uh, with landlording and, and real estate investment. And both those properties I bought really at a really good price, you know, as with anything, whether it's a single family house, duplex, fiveplex, or 500 unit apartment complex, you know, most of the money, uh, you make when you buy it. Yep. Yep. It's actually the, the smaller stuff. Um, but, uh, yeah, so we, we bought those two. Um, and like I said, I had a full-time job still do. And at the time, uh, moved to, from Arkansas to Texas and sold those properties to a friend of mine who's another real estate investor. Um, Hadn't even thought about the concept of managing, you know, long distance and stuff like that. But uh, now looking back, I probably would, should have kept them. But, yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's a lot of things we look back and go, yeah, I should have I, I, I should have I should have kept that one. You know, I mean, I've even heard, you know, big guys like Grant Cardone go. Yeah, I shouldn't have sold that one yet. <laughs> you know, it's yeah, like I don't like to. I, I'm more of a buy and hold guy. I don't like to sell. Um, but uh, you know, at certain at certain points in in time, it's just the right time to do and the right thing to do. Oh, you know, I mean, I'm right now. I'm selling some of my smaller stuff to uh, free up capital for larger uh, syndications. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's the thing, you know, sometimes, you know, for you to grow, you know, you, you, you have to shed the smaller property so you right. can move on to the, to, to the next right. bigger thing. I mean, that's, that's kind of the, the growth process anyway. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's even, and, and that's even into the, to the wildlife world of, you know, like crabs, you know, and stuff like that. It's like, look, they gotta, you know, they gotta shed their sh- shells too, so that they can grow, yeah. so, you know, it's yeah. just the natural thing. It's the natural way of things. You know, it, it's, you know, you Evolution. Get, get the small one, you shed it off. So that way you can grow a little bit more. Right. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, once, once you 
got the tech or uh, you, you said you're selling off a, a few. What's uh, what 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 are you looking to grow into? Uh, just other syndications. Okay. The, okay. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm selling some of my. So when we, we got back from uh, moved from Texas, we were there for a year and then moved to Missouri where we live now. And uh, and so that was probably in oh five. And uh, so once we got here. I've uh, never been here before, so wanted to learn the lay of the land and the market over about a year, plus focus on my job, my yeah. day job. And, uh, and then so once I did that, I did a couple of flips and um, did well on those. And then 2008 hit. And um, so my, my thought at the time was if I can't find people with credit to buy my flips, then I'm just going to hold off and, and uh, not buy any for now. And, and really, that was the wrong mindset. I should have been going all in and buying and holding at that point. Um, and so when things did turn around, I would have had all that appreciation. But, you know, another lesson learned uh, through the process, I educated, continued to educate myself. And about 2010, realized, oh, no, I need to be in back the into this. Yeah. yeah. So um, I put some feelers out uh, through some different banking and relationships and broker relationships and found a bank owned 16 unit and uh, ended up negotiating that killer deal. And uh, <laughs> that, was, that was a great story in and of itself, but um, got a great deal on that property and, uh, and then continue to buy more over the years. Uh, you know, five plex, six plex, uh, bought a package of homes for another investor and, and then bought a 27 unit and then in 17 uh, sold my 16 unit original property that uh, had about 80 percent almost double my money on that and um, and 1031 that into a 55 unit uh, complex in Arkansas yep and there's that there's that shed one to grow bigger <laughs> exactly exactly and that was a uh, another learning experience on many levels uh, did a, about a seventy $7,500 door rehab on it. So it was a large rehab. Uh, what was, uh, what, what, what were some of those, uh, some of the lessons that you learned on that one? Well, um, so to, to that point, um, all my banking had been done with a, um, community bank, got a great relationship with them. You know, it was, it was, uh, but you can't take even great relationships for grant, <clears throat> excuse me, for granted, um, we had, uh, just like previous deals, I said, I'm going to buy this, fix it up, um, you know, refi it, so forth. And, and I want you guys to fund it all, you know, I'll put my, put my 20% down and all that kind of stuff. And day before this is a 1031. So that we're on a timeline. Oh, and, wow. uh, day before the close, he sends me my HUD statement and, uh, I look on there and I'm like, where's my rehab money? And he's like, what rehab money? <laughs> oh, and wow. So we had a uh, very um, interesting conversation, to say the least. Uh, and uh, he assured me, he said, just close. I'll give you the rehab money. Trust me. And so took a big leap of faith and, uh, you know, went ahead and closed. And he got me some rehab money, but it was only about half of what I needed. Ooh. So um, as I worked through that 200000 um, I, uh, started to refi some properties that were coming due on their, on their five-year notes and pull cash out of those. And so use those cash out refis to fund the rest of the rehab. 
got it done, you know, got it stabilized and it's cash flowing fine now. Um, that was uh, probably the biggest lesson that I learned is, is make sure you, you don't take anything for granted and that you have all your eyes uh, dotted and T's crossed whenever you, um, you know, you, you get into a deal. Yeah, yeah, that's that 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 that's uh that's in a less a lesson on assumption and like you know even though even though it's somebody that you've done ten deals with and mm-hmm. it's like look I'm sorry but yes I'm spelling this out for the tenth time because the last time right. I didn't the last time I only spelled it out nine times the tenth time the guy didn't get what I was trying to spell yeah. out so uh, you yeah, know it, it's your first yep 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 it's it's yeah. like look you know uh, Yep. The detailed checklist of, look, you know, these are, these are, I want this and this and this and this. And Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, definitely a lesson in, and make sure that you're keeping, um, you know, you're, you're just making sure that what you're asking for, that you're asking for everything you need and making sure that it's there. Right. Right. Yeah. The, uh, you know, it it was, like I said, it was a good experience. Um, and I got the property such a good deal that uh, it, uh, you know, those mistakes and, and coming in a little over budget on rehab and uh, because of some other things I wanted to do for the, for the property, uh, some things I added on, um, we uh, still came out fine. My, my, my rents are ended up being about $50 a door higher than my pro forma. So, you know, that, 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 that always helps your, uh, that, that yeah. always, that, that always makes you look more somewhat, you know, you, you, you get an extra $50 bump on rents and it just makes yeah. you look like a genius. <laughs> right. Yeah. I knew it all along. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, it, it, uh, you know, the extra, uh, income covers up a lot of, uh, uh learning experiences. So. Well, like, 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 like you said, it's, you make your money on the buy side, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, yeah. you know, it, it, if you, if you buy it good enough, you know, but buying well covers up a lot of boo-boos on the, you know, it, it allows you a little bit of, a little bit of boo-boo room to, uh, mm-hmm. to, to make a couple mistakes. And, right. you know, right. that's, that's, I know a lot of people is like, look on your, bur- on your first deal, you just you know, make sure you're buying it right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, especially on the, on the, uh, smaller properties, you know, um, that are going to be, uh, you know, residential loans or com- or even small commercial, yes. community, you know, recourse loans, things like that. But, you know, that, that's the thing that I like about true commercial properties, you know, five units and above um, is that they're not valued like a single family home or a, a four or less unit by a comp, you know, oh, I yeah, mean, definitely. So that's, uh, you, know, you could have the, a great property that you got at a great price and, uh, you know, in a duplex or single family home and, you put some money into it and, and you're looking good. And then the neighborhood goes to pot and all of a sudden your investment isn't worth what you have in it. And you have no control over that. The great thing about true multifamily and commercial um, lending is the fact that as you know, there it's based on income and you can force that appreciation. You can take a property and by managing it better, cutting expenses, um, you know, putting some money into it and rehabbing it, raising rent, you can increase the net operating income. And by nature of that alone, you've increased the value of your property, regardless of what's going on in the neighborhood, as long as you're able to keep it rented, obviously. And oh, yeah. 
yeah, 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 yeah. You know, uh, there's there's caveats there, but you know, in, in general, it's like, look, you know, you you it, 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 as long as you do stuff that helps you increase somebody wanting to pay you a little bit more rent, you know, mm-hmm. that's your that that's your big, you know, you want to increase value, and it's it, and it's just based off of that net operating income, and and that's right. Just being able to push those drivers, and like you said, you know, either you know, pull, you know, into a property where you can either, you know, pull down expenses where you can improve it so that it's the equivalent to, you know, some of your, your other competition so that you can bump the rates to, you know, the guys that have higher rents than you, you know, you just, you, you, you build and match your property to what, you know, what the market, you know, will pay for that level of, uh, that level of apartment. So, mm-hmm. That's Absolutely. that's the 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 amazing part of uh you know multifamily, which is why I love the space. Yeah, absolutely. It's fantastic. And just little things you can do, you know, uh laundry income, you know, you, if you have a laundry room and, and vending machines, you know, that additional income, you know, say by adding a, a couple more washers and dryers to the laundry room, you create create additional income that translates to higher value for your property. You have you know, washer and dryer hookups instead of allowing people to bring in their own washers and dryers, which is also a liability. Um, uh, you can actually buy and install the washers and dryers and charge them, you know, 35 to $50 a month, uh, premium for providing that washer and dryer that adds to the income. I mean, covered parking, uh, reserve parking, uh, all those types of things, you know, rugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just um, amenities in general. I mean, just look at look look at your property. I mean, people people will you, you know, especially if you if you're in in some place and you can offer something a little bit unique for the area. You know, like you said, like covered parking or a right. garage or a storage unit. You know, it's like look, people people want this stuff, and 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 they you know, it's like look you know, people are willing to pay a premium for stuff that they want and especially amenities that aren't found everywhere. You know, it's, uh, I mean, you, you have to know what, uh, you know, what your tenant base is, is going to want, you know, but, uh, you know, it's, it's like, look, if you, if, if your tenant base, you know, has a certain desire for certain things, make sure that you, you, you know, you, you give it to them, you know, it's, and they'll pay, you know, your tenants will, will usually gladly pay because I don't know if you've ever lived in an apartment that didn't have a washer and dryer in it, but you know, laundry mats are a pain. Uh, they suck. Uh, I've been there. I've done that, you know, for a long enough. And it's like, look, I, I don't care if it costs me more money than it does going to the laundromat. I don't, and going to the laundromat ain't cheap. Uh, I don't know, you know, it's, it's, it's not a cost saver really, but it's like, look, you know, just having that convenience, being able to People pay the, for, for the convenience. Life. Right. Yeah. You know, because somebody would go, Oh, I don't have to go spend two hours every other week or two hours every weekend at the laundromat. Yeah. That's yeah. That's worth 50 bucks to me. Hands down. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm good with it because you're giving me, you know, it, four, eight hours in a month, that's worth 50 bucks to me. Hands down, sure. no problem whatsoever. They can sit on the couch watching Netflix or playing video games while their laundry is being done instead of sitting at the laundromat. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, landlord's paying the water bill. 
<laughs> well, that's even, you know, that's, that's, that's even better, but that's, that's where the landlord goes. Yeah. We need a rub system here. Exactly. exactly. Usually those go hand in hand. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, 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 yeah. You kind of, you kind of go, uh, yeah, we're going to give you laundry, but, um, you're not starting a laundry service on our dime. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Uh, <laughs> the things you see in here in this business. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the. Uh, well, I mean, that's one of the things that I love about going to like meetups and, and meeting people. You know, just just meeting new people in this. It's like, okay, what's your horror story? That's you know, that's always you know, that's always one of the topics. And it's some of the like you said, some of the stuff you you hear and you see, and yeah. just some of the things that people had done. I, I, I mean, like I, I was talking to a guy who owned a you know, they had bought a, a, a complex in San Antonio and they had taken and like built staircases. There was a two story yeah. complex and they built staircases and combined units. And it was wow. like, it was like the, one of the weirdest things he goes, yeah, we like added back like 15 units back into it because we took out the staircases and turned them all back into two twos, <laughs> you know, like, you know, he goes, we, we added extra units and he goes, and the thing is, is they weren't charging, you know, he goes, I'm, I'm not really sure why the management in the first place did it because they weren't, you know, it wasn't like they were getting a rent premium for right. it. I mean, it was like what the, the difference in the rents was like stupid. And yeah. you just, you know, you go, well, Somebody did it. I don't know why, but you can get, you can make that up uh, where a one, four bedroom is going to pay more than two, two bedrooms. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's like, but you hear all kinds of, of weird stories and it's, uh, you know, I just, I, I, you know, especially being a podcast host now, it's like, yeah, I, I like hearing this stuff just because then, you know, you just, it, it just makes you like when you're looking at a property, you go, okay. Right. Uh, let me make sure this isn't going on either. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. It's nuts. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just the whole, the, the, the whole, uh, yeah, the, the, the apartment, the, the stories that you hear is, is just amazing. Um, mm -hmm. what other, uh, what other ways do you, have you used, uh, to kind of increase your, 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 your operating income on, on a place? Well, uh, you know, m the typical stuff, I mean, we, we've done rub systems. Uh, we, uh, you can, like I said, the covered parking, reserve parking. Um, one of the things that we, we do too is, um, this isn't really uh, something new, but it's something that we do more of an, as an auditing tool is whenever we will do our walkthroughs for pest, um, like on the pest, pest control days or whatever, mm -hmm have one of our either our manager or maintenance guy go with um the pest guy and or have the pest guy himself will just kind of make a check mark on the unit if they have a pet in there and we go back and audit those against the the leases and see if people uh got pets after the fact who are not you know paying pet rents or pet deposits and we've been able to increase income that way uh you know and that's just been one of the little things that it's like, Oh wow. You know, um, didn't think people didn't think even two things about it, but after being at a, at a meetup, heard the idea from someone, went back and implemented it and found that we added some significant income that way. Yeah. 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 It's like, look, um, yeah, I, 
I'm fine with pet pets, but uh, you know, it's like, look, it's a liability and a risk on my side. You do need to, you know, it's like, look, there's, you signed a lease and in that lease said, you know, I'll be compensated if you're exposing yeah. me to X risk. So, right. you know, Hey, come, yeah. uh, you, you know, it, it's like, look, uh, we love pets, but you got to handle it. Right. Right. Absolutely. And um, most people are very understanding about that. They, they know they got busted and you know, they're willing to, to pay the price as opposed to get rid of their new best friend. Yeah. I was, I was, I was about ready to say, you, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if they've had it more than a month, most likely it's like, yeah, no, I'll just pay my pay my pet rent, and you know, we'll 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 just go on with life. But right, uh, yeah, that's uh, yeah, yeah. That those those uh those little improvements can can certainly drive a be a huge driver for increasing your NOI, which like you said mm-hmm. earlier, you know, that increases your rent. So right. the more that, you know, the more that you can do for the tenants and, you know, most likely, you know, and, and your tenants usually are happier because they have those options and then they right. prefer you to other people. So, you know, those, those, those amenities and everything, it's, you know, look, that's that's what we all should be constantly looking for you know what amenities what you know what what you know it's kind of staying on top of your tenants and knowing what your tenant base wants what they need and you know the and their tastes are going to change over time you know so it's sure. like look just that you know it, it's uh you know it's making sure that you know once a year you do you know a little 10 or 15 question questionnaire to all your tenants you know just to go Hey, uh, you know what? Uh, you know, not not that we're going to do any of this, but you know, do you have any suggestions? And it's like right. most of them, most of them will give you a list of you know four hundred things as a suggestion. But you know, every once in a while, you get one or two that you go, yeah, that that's sure. reasonable. We can make that happen, yeah. and it's not that expensive, you know. Well, um, and then, of right. course, you have some people who you know, well, we want you to put jacuzzi tubs in every unit, and like. Huh. We're not, we're not doing that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're actually in the process now because one of the things that we heard from our tenants was the fact that the laundry room, it was already small, but we heard that, uh, you know, they were, they were having to wait on, um, wait on, uh, machines and, and so forth. Uh, because the, the complex next door does not have any washers and dryer amenities. So those people from those complex, the complex is coming over and using our stuff, which I'm fine with. It was, you know, more laundry laundry income. But so what we decided to do um, to make the tenant base happier and also increase revenue uh, was the laundry room was adjacent to the maintenance room. Uh, And so we decided to knock out that wall and more than double the space of the laundry room, add some folding tables, add four more sets of washers and dryers, and also three vending machines. Um, And so we're looking to add uh, quite a bit of uh, monthly revenue just by doing those things alone. And also at the same time, make the tenants much happier because they have a place to sit now, they have a place to watch TV, they can eat food and snacks while they're there, they can have a place to fold their laundry. And uh, so they are very, very excited about that. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah. See, that's that's the whole thing is, you know, stay in contact. Everyone wins. Yep, yep. Stay stay in contact with your tenants. They'll tell you, you know, they'll they'll, they'll tell you what 
you know, most of them will tell you exactly what, you know, what do I need to do to keep you happy? And, you know, because nobody, you know, of, of course you have the tenants that, you know, you, you unfortunately need to move on from that you guys right. aren't a fit, but you know, if somebody's been a fit, you don't want them to leave. I mean, you right. know, make, make sure they stay happy because you know, they'll stay happy. If they're happy, they'll probably pay more in rent. And if they're happy, you know, if, you know, they'll tell their friends and they'll have their friends over and it's like, look, man, I love living here. And, and, and then, you know, if, when you do have vacant, vacant units, you have a, you know, you have a list of referrals just from your current tenants. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you're not spending, you know, you're not spending a whole lot of time. And most likely if it's friends of tenants that you like, you're probably going to like that tenant too, because you know, everybody goes, you know, your, 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 your five closest friends, you know, your net worth, work is your net worth. Well, that really goes down to personalities and character types too, because, you know, most likely if it's a referral from a good tenant, they're sure. probably 85% of the time referring you another good tenant. So, right. you know, Big, keep, yeah. your, keep your, your good tenants happy and they'll probably refer you to more good tenants. Right. It, it's, we're a big fan of building community and, uh, you know, resident appreciation um, is a big thing. We just had a resident event the other day where we, uh, one of our vendors, um, came out, sponsored the event. We cooked hamburgers and hot dogs for all the tenants, had the games out there for the kids, did a lot of giveaways and things like that. It was a, it was a good time and the tenants really appreciated it. We got to talk to a lot of them and, and they were telling us how much that they, they, uh, you know, love the new management, new ownership, uh, the things that we're doing with the property. And so that was good to hear, but also nice to, um, you know, provide that service for them as well and help build a sense of community. You know, it's a lot cheaper to, to retain a tenant than it is to, you know, turn a, a unit and resident referral programs. I mean, it, you, you, it's amazing, you know, a $25 gift card to Walmart or a gas card or whatever um, can go a long way whenever you have someone refer one of their, their friends who gets accepted uh, and your, your vacant unit only stays vacant for a couple of days versus, you know, a couple of weeks or even a month. Yeah. 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 It's, it's like, look, the, you, you, you know, it's like, look, I'll pay $25 for a good referral. I'll, I'll give anybody $25 for a, a referral that, especially if they, you know, if they pass everything and, and, you know, they become a tenant it's like, look, yeah, 25 bucks. Sure. <laughs> you, you know, how many more referrals do you have? Right. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, you know, it's in in the end, like you said, you know, building community and keeping, you you know, giving your, giving your tenants a quality, you know, place that they're, they're happy and proud of, Mm -hmm. you know, and that, you know, and, and those, those events, they, they kind of help build that, that sense of community because you have neighbors who, you know, they start talking to each other that, you know, normally if you didn't have the event, you know, maybe they aren't outside at the same time, you know, they're not, communicating mm-hmm. and saying hi and and you know they're not you know getting that close knit and like you said you know in building community again it's a reten- you know you know on it's night it's you do it just for the spirit because you you want that feel in your community you want to be able to be happy and have happy tenants mm-hmm. but you know it, it's also even if you want to be selfish about it it helps with retention you know it, it you know it, it's like like i said you know happy tenants stay longer right right you know, so that, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, those community events are, are, are game changers in, in, in a way, you know, you know, and you just keep, you keep doing stuff like that just to keep your, 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 your tenants entertained and, and, 
you know, wanting to stay on your property. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, well, we're, we're getting kind of a little long on here. I always like to ask my guest, what is your preferred way to give back? Uh, mission work. That's kind of the, the big why, uh, as far as why I'm doing, you know, real estate and building my passive income streams is because I set a goal, um, over the next, my five-year goal two years ago, means I have three years left is to be able to retire from corporate America and, uh, live off the passive income and do real estate investing full time. So I can spend more time doing mission work. Uh, we're really involved in the, not only in the community here locally, but also um, in international mission work. We started doing some, did a couple trips last year, one with the family. I did one with another group of, of folks from church and that's uh, that's the biggest way we like to give back. And we like to involve our kids in it as well. And, and kind yeah. of teach, teach that especially teenagers that, it's not all about you. It's about how much you can do for others. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and 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 also, you know, it lets them see that you know, look, um, just be happy and proud of where you're at and where you're from because you know it, it, it's uh, the you you know, not everybody in the world has it like we have it. You know, mm-hmm. it, it gives you that appreciation and thankfulness to you, you know to to be able to live the life that you actually do, you know, right. it's like, look, we're, we're, we're blessed that we are where we are and we get to do what we get to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and it's, it's, yeah, definitely. It's nice to, to give kids, especially teenagers. I have one myself, you know, it's mm-hmm. like, look, here's eye opening, you know, it, it's like, look, uh, you know, you be, be appreciative of what you have. And, you know, and especially when, when somebody gets to go to, you know, a, a, a country who's, you know, they're, they're not on the same, same level and same scale as, as what right. we are in the U S it's definitely eye opening of like, look, this is, you know, yeah. this, we were in the, just we appreciate in, it. Yeah. We were in um, Ecuador uh, last summer and that's one of the things that we all took away with, you know, how much even the poorest Americans have um, these people had even less. And, the main thing we took away from that is how happy they are with how little that they have in real, you know, relative to what we have here in America and, and just how much they were smiling and laughing and loving on each other. I mean, it, it's, uh, it was really, it was heartwarming and, and, you know, hopefully it struck my wife and I, and hopefully struck my teenagers as well. Um, that they'll appreciate that, you know, when they can't, when they come back here going forward in the future. Definitely, definitely. Well, I, I, I personally say can, thank you uh, for, you, you know, for, for, for making that your mission and making that your goal, um, you know, that, 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 that I, I appreciate that goal. Um, now, uh, how can, um, how can my listeners get a hold of you if, uh, you know, how, what's the best way to contact you? Uh, well, I, I could talk real estate all day long. I love, I love to talk, I love to teach. So, uh, anyone can feel free to reach out, uh, at info at tridentmultifamily.com. That's info at tridentmultifamily.com. Or you can go to our website at tridentmultifamily.com and, uh, just click on the contact us and, and put in your basic information and we can set up a call and be happy to talk. Um, we're actually going to be launching, um, some educational information, uh, here in the next couple of months. And, and you'll be able to access it, that through the website <clears throat> through the website as well. It'll be kind of an intro for passive investors to kind of learn about, um, you know, 
real estate investing in general, why multifamily specific and, and some of the benefits that it can offer. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I will, uh, I'm pretty sure my listeners and myself are looking forward to, to when you have that rolled out and we'll definitely uh, take advantage of, of uh, your offering for advice and, and we'll definitely, uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I won't be the only one that, uh, you know, takes you up on that offer to, and, sure. and goes, Hey, you know, uh, this is what I'm doing. Uh, and you know, what advice you got for me? So, uh, you Happy know, to help. we'll, we'll be there. I'm pretty sure. Happy to help. <laughs> All right, Mike. Well, uh, I, I appreciate you hopping on here and, and spending your time with us. And until next time, we just say thank you. Thank you, David. Have a great day.